That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alienation of the Newcomer podcast. I am your host, Kenny, and joining me as usual is my wonderful brother, Michael. Well, thank you for that lovely introduction, Ken. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing episode 16 from season one called Partners. It originally aired on February 12th, 1990. The director was Stan Lathan and writers David Garber and Tom Sheehawk. Good work, Francisco. We got a trial date yet, Anderson? Yeah, jury selection begins next week. Okay, I'll loosen up Francisco's calendar. This should work out nicely, uh, considering your uh, condition. Oh, I'm due to accept a pot any day now. Well, congratulations. I didn't know you and Susan were pregnant. Oh, yes, we're very excited. Well, you look great. Thank you. Must be a female, huh? No. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, if that's all, gentlemen. Hey, George, you got a minute? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, you know city attorney, Bud Anderson? Yeah, hi. How'd the deposition go? As expected, George's testimony should put Charles away for a long time. All right. Knock him dead, George. Oh, you write that down. That's another useful expression. It means to do a good job. Uh, nice meeting you, Bud. I really need to talk to my partner. Oh, yes, of course. Thanks again, and uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Knock him dead. Hmm. A little violent, but there's a nice thing to it. Ring. Matt and George partner up with Matt's old training officer for a drug bust, and some of the drugs go missing. George logged in the evidence and becomes a subject of an internal affairs investigation. The Franciscos and Matt prepare for the ceremony where the pod is transferred from Susan to George. George and Susan ask Matt to be the baby's godfather. Oh, I'm so peaceful. Well, this is it, Matthew. Yeah, this is one hell of a lobby. <laughs> this is where we're going to transfer our pot. You can't have a baby in a lobby. How are we doing? It's perfect. Uh, I also have an Oasis or a Great Plains available. No, no need to look any further. This is perfect. Mm -hmm. This is an ejection room. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, I'll get the marshmallows and weenies. <laughs> Matthew. The environment is very important for the ejection of the pot. This space gives us the tranquility necessary to focus on our delivery. What are you going to do, roll in the dirt? Well, I hope we'll use the ejection cradle. Several pods have been quite peacefully transferred from right here. Oh, George, it's wonderful. Uh, we'll uh, trim the trees, uh, make sure all the animals are fed and have everything ready to go. Uh, your two children will be attending? Yes. Oh, Mr. Sykes. Oh. Uh... <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think we got a problem here or something. Lots uh, contractions. George, cut it out. Oh, we are biologically in sync. I'm experiencing the same as Susan. All right, here's the cast for this episode. We have Eric Pierpoint, who plays Detective George Francisco. We have Ron Fazler as Captain Brian Grazer. Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Lauren Woodland as Emily Francisco. And rounding it out, Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And now it's time for our guest cast. Brand Scum Richmond as Lawrence Haney. Arthur Sidel as Rankin. Gary Morgan as Garrison. Brad Orison as Rickman. Robert Romanus as Pretty Boy Whalen. Tony Rosilio as guest star. I like those guest stars. They don't have any name. They're just a guest star. <laughs> a guest star. Gosh, and he's high up on the guest cast list, so he, he must have been someone important. We have Bill Kalmanson as Ken Jester. Maria Rango as Allison Wolf. We have Wilson Razor as Khan. We have Crofton Hardester as Chester Charles. That was a good one, because that was kind of tough. I'm glad you had that one. <laughs> uh, we have Gilbert Lewis as Detective Theo Miles. 
Which is funny because he's like the main the main guest, guest star. You think he'd be on the top of the list, right? And he he's below guest star, which is like <laughs> I don't get it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know how these are. I just copy them, so I don't know how they're organized. Yeah, someone's confused. And we have Tom Bird as Bud Anderson, and rounding out our guest cast, we have Terry L. Beaver as Sergeant Dustin Baxley. Well, I can't believe it. Theo Miles is hanging up his badge. Ten days, and it goes in a box with my Eagle Scout uniform. You excited? Hell, I don't know. Well, you look good, Theo. Give me a break. I look like a guy who's had 35 years with bullets flying at him, a couple of marriages that cleaned the bank, and nice long affair with Miss Wallop here. So what are you going to do? You stand in the same place too long, somebody's going to shoot you. <laughs> same old Miles. Look, kid, I taught you a lot how to make it on the streets, how to dance around a bureaucratic crap. Hell, I even taught you how to live. (laughs) Don't make the same mistakes I made. What mistakes? Don't let 35 years jump on top of you. I promise. You're a good kid. Gotta tell you, best rook I ever trained. (laughs) <laughs> Get out of here. Well, I lied to the best man at my third wedding. I was just the best man because your brother didn't show up. That's just the story I told you. I don't have a brother. <laughs> if you knew that, you'd have ducked out on me. <laughs> you really don't have a brother? <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Well, let's discuss, was this one of your favorites? It was not. Oh, my gosh. I know. Shock, shock, shock. Wow. We're, um, <laughs> it's, it's Obviously, it's Alienation, so it's a favorite episode. Of course, because it's, it's Alienation. Alienation. It's one of his favorites. Even the bad Alienation, is, not like bad, it's still <laughs> incredible to me. Right. It just wasn't one. It's not like, a, like I've said in previous It's episodes. not your favorite. I just know. I just can't watch it over and over again. I'm just confused on your favorites. It just, I, 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 you I'm trying to favorite. get a fine line of favorite. No, I, I know what your favorites are. <laughs> but it's just funny because every time we talk, it's like, oh, man, this is my favorite. And then, oh, man, this is my favorite. And then every now and then you go, well, this wasn't my favorite, but it was my favorite. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to understand you, okay? We've well, been doing this a long time wait, now. Wait until we're done talking, and then I'll be after talking about it. I'm like, you know what? This was a favorite of mine. That's right. That does happen. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a season summary, all episodes. I want to get a grade. That's that. what I yes. want to get a grade. We'll do that when we're done with okay. season one. Yeah. Oh, yes. my goodness. I'm so confused. <laughs> Would you like to start this one off? Sure. Um, this one starts off, it's, uh, Michael obviously did the summary, and it's a really simple story. There's not a huge B story other than George and Susan are getting ready to transfer the pod. Correct. That technically is the B story. The A story is the whole missing Jack and George getting accused of it, um, you know, and this this longtime friend of Matt coming back into his life. He's about to retire in nine days and, and he's doing like last minute drug busts around town. Guess who? Well, blow your socks off. <laughs> Couldn't be an old cop with two bum knees. <laughs> yeah, I prefer a season old. <laughs> Theo, how are you? Yeah, how do I look? Season. <laughs> and he recruits yeah, what what, well, it, what it was? What we it, do you know why he 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 showed up? He didn't come there because of Matt. He came there because the guy lawyer paid him off. Well, we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, that, what that, it is? It's it's his name's Theo Miles. He he actually trained Sykes. Yes, he was his uh, recruiter during a rookie. Yeah, when he was kept a him off the streets, yeah. got him into the academy. Yeah, and was kind of like had him under his under his like wing. His, his, his uh, like his, a surrogate father, father almost. Yes, yeah. surrogate father. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Sykes, again, I feel bad for this guy because he, you could see his compassion for the newcomers, yes. but you could see his compassion for his old friend. Yes. Like, you know, and, and, and it, but the bottom line is, like my brother was saying, there's a drug bust. They have like, uh, like seven grams are missing, missing of, of cocaine or yeah, Jack or whatever jack. it is. Yeah. You can line drugs from That's the alienation no thing is Jack. Yeah. It's Jack. <laughs> I need the weigh in receipt. Right here. Well, that's not right. No, you're seven grams short. Well, where did it go? It's probably just the scales. I'll have them calibrated. Hey, it happens all the time. Just relax. 
So, um, you know, and, and the only two people that handled the drug was Francisco yeah. and Theo. Yeah. So now there's where the plot starts to thicken a little bit. So yeah. I'll let my brother take it over. Okay. Well, um, you know, there George is accused of it, obviously, because Theo Theo's the one that initially took the drugs, got them, weighed them, gave them to George and said, do you mind turning these in? I'm going to go take, you know, Matt, Matt out for a drink or something for old time's sake. The briefcase is clean, so I already weighed his receipt. I'm not putting a seal on it and dropping it off in the evidence room. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yeah, while you're at it, I want you to drop off that scale, too. Are you coming? Hey, you mind if I buy this guy? You got some old times to catch up on. You can see even in George's eyes, like, like the lost kitten, or oh well, yeah. Well, that's what about what about me? Yeah. You know, well, George, George's George and Susan are now saints, pregnant wise. And when a female newcomer becomes pregnant, the husband also becomes. In I'm doing quotes. You can't see me, but I'm doing quotes, air quotes. He, he becomes pregnant, so he they both feel each other's contractions. They feel each other's emotions, which is just funny. <laughs> it's fun to watch. And poor Buck is because he's older. And he's more mature. He's syncing up with his dad. So he's starting to feel... It's sympathy pains. But he's starting to go through it. And there's some hilarious scenes. Four to the right. Two, three, four. No change. Oh! Okay, that's it. Come on. Buck. And one. Are you all right? No, Dad. I'm not all right. I'm having birth pains again. The pains that you're feeling, they're not real. It's just a sympathetic reaction to what I'm going through. Oh! Oh! starting to react to your pains. Perhaps you would like to do my Peter Fonda workout with me. It's designed to relieve pain. All right. That's okay, Dad. You handle pain your way. I'll handle it my way. See, great episode again. I recommend watching this one just for those scenes because... The Buck's like, Dad, I can't believe you're giving this to me. This is crap, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just, it's hilarious. Great, yeah, great scene. Those scenes are extremely funny. Um, so George is already heightened emotionally. And then you have this guy come in, taking over his best friend, his partner. And they have a past. And it's a strong bond. Because obviously, like Michael said, this guy is a surrogate father to him. And so George is feeling left out, which he would have normally... But also on top of the heightened emotional hormone things that's happening with his body, he's extremely defensive and upset. And it's very funny. There's some funny scenes. Yeah, like when he's grabbing his nipples. Oh, he's twisting his nipples. He's preparing Preparing him for the latching. He's doing it right in the the middle of the precinct. And Matt is so embarrassed. Because you know Matt. Matt's like a macho man. You don't sit there and twist your... But to George, he's like, this. I have to prepare my nipples. Uh, What are you doing? Twisting my nipples. Come on, George, I gotta work with you. My nipples need strengthening for the attachment. So you can play with them in the john. I'm sorry if I'm embarrassing you. Francisco, in here, now. See, I'm not the only one against public nipple twisting. <laughs> to him, even I, I, I was embarrassed. I'm, I'm watching it from the TV. I'm, I'm on the other side going like this. You can't see me, but I'm putting my head in, my hand in front of my head. Right? Oh my gosh, George, that's even a little yeah. bit much, dude. It's, 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 it's fun to watch because you really do have to get your mind into the whole alien mindset. They're not human. So what they do will seem very alien and very crazy and, and not... But we can't keep them by that standard. We can't keep it by human standards. But that's what makes a series so good. Yes, yes, definitely. Because of that aspect. You're right, you're because, right. Because they stayed true to the series throughout the whole series. Yes. They're still aliens. They still speak the language. Yes. They still, it's just, they stick to but it. The, so when I watch it, I try to keep that in mind. So I'm not like like Michael or like Matt, embarrassed by seeing. I'm like, okay, I, you know, that's not what we would do. But if that's what they do, then that's what they do. I don't care. It still was kind of, <laughs> it was still kind of weird, okay? I'm just telling you people, kind of weird. But yeah, so... But, but very laughable. I mean, I looked over, my brother's laughing. I, I think this might be one of his favorites at the end of this, this talk because we were both laughing quite a bit no, on some of the really, snippets. It's an enjoyable episode. It's oh, it's not, enjoyable now. It's not my favorite <laughs> episode. I didn't say I disliked it. I yeah. just said it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there was this other really funny scene with uh, George and Matt because Matt is the godfather of 
the baby. Because they're trying to do human... Human thing. Human tradition. Yeah, human, human tradition. Human traditions always right. have godfathers if you're Catholic. And so they're trying to... And so Matt is the godfather. And, and it's funny because... Susan and George read the book, yeah. The Godfather. Yeah. And if you guys are familiar with The Godfather, that's more of like a – it's like a mobster. Like a mobster, hitman type yeah. thing. <laughs> and they weren't too keen on The Godfather after yeah. that. So Matt had to reassure them yeah. that, oh, no, there's no dead horse heads and yeah. <laughs> something dead fish and hell horse heads or something. And you can see the relief of Susan and George. Oh, good. That's great. Okay, we're yeah. good. Come on, Godfather. So, George, this trip to the ejection center. Um, oh, yeah, Susan won't be here any minute. Yeah, you really think I should be there? Oh, of course. Godfather? Yeah, now, whoa. There's another thing we need to talk about. Uh, yes, that's a good idea. See, Susan and I very much want to embrace the earthly tradition, but... We were quite troubled when we read the book. The book? <laughs> you read The Godfather? Mm -hmm. We thought they carried the concept of an honorable guardian a bit too far. Yeah, I'm not really into dead fish and horses' heads. Oh, well, <laughs> Susan will be relieved to hear that. She was having doubts about having a godfather. Yeah, well, now let's not drop that idea. Hi, ready to go? <sighs> All set. Hmm. Um, did you ask him about that? No dead fish, no offers that can't be refused. Oh, well, shall we, Godfather? <laughs> um, so, I mean, the story goes along, and it, get, it looks even worse for George, because they go, and this is one thing, I don't know how true it is, but if it's true, I'd be very disappointed in the LAPD. If they go to their own, because they go to George's house, and poor Susan, and Buck, and... and they have a search warrant. It, yeah, they have a search warrant, and they go to their house, and the, the family's around... And they're just being like manhandled by the police, and because they're trying to stop them from tearing apart their, and they're literally breaking breaking things. stuff. And and I'm like, do they really do that to a, one of their coworkers? What is this? I'm sure you've seen one before, Detective. It's a search warrant. I'll show you, Richard. Start your search warrant. What is going on? I'm sorry, we did everything we could. We brought Haney in. He confirmed the amount counted at the bust. Amount of what? Jack. They think I stole drugs. My oh, father's a policeman. Everybody just stay where you are. This won't take long. Mingo, Franklin, start in the kitchen and work your way back they here. can't do this. Sit down, lady. They can't do this. Put that Francisco, get your hands off my mother. Take it easy. It's all right. It's okay. Emily. This isn't a slave ship, George. It's our home. Take it easy, everybody. I know this is tough, but they have to search the house. It's procedure. Mom, I'm scared. Take it easy in there. I was very disgusted by it, and I was hoping it was just an exaggeration that... Oh, it's I, like, mean, I believe it is. I hope I so. I would hope so. I mean, even if they did that to, like, a, dr a suspected drug person, I would still... And I know they do. They go through and they'll... Because, you know, drugs can be hidden it's different. Anywhere. Yeah. Well, but, this was a drug, technically, because... I know. You, it you was. don't know. You, they don't know the truth. You're right. You're it right. was missing, but and... he's still one of their colleagues. He's still one of the guys. He's still a cop. And you're not going to... I think he would. He that would give him somewhat of respect. I don't know, but now I see. They the, don't. Now, now you're right, and now I see the reason why too. Because, yeah, he's respected. There is a few people that do see him as. There's no way George would do something like yes. that. Yes, but that's a few people. Everybody else in the precinct were looking at him, kind of like, whoa, so suspicious. This is you're before, right. Like, whoa, 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 hey, yeah, one yeah. of our own. You know, seven grams came up missing. It's four hundred thousand in the street. It's true. You know, so. It sucks, but it's. I can see the, where they would do that, and they do. And they break his picture frame, and they yeah, find and they find the jack, and they it matches. The, yes, they find the seven ounces that were missing, seven grams or seven grams, and you know it, now George gets arrested, and you're and, like, he and he didn't tell his family. That. I mean, Michael knew from the beginning. He like I think ten minutes into, he knew that that Theo was the bad guy. Of course, I mean that was it was kind, kind of, of obvious. obvious that he was, but it was more about Matt and his character of. You know, his partner, who's, who he loves, and his family that he loves, compared to his old training guy, who he adores, and his surrogate father. For and years, He's though. stuck in the... Yeah. I mean, he's stuck in the middle of these two families, who to believe. You know, I'm happy to say Matt instantly knew that, that George was framed. Instantly. He never hesitated. Not he a single doubt. He knew a heartbeat that he was... Brian, the Captain Grazer, on the other hand, I know Michael's defending him... <laughs> He was when we were watching it, and I'm like, no, no. He, my he brother, just because he waited an extra day. He waited a whole day before he's like, I agree with you, Sykes. I think George is innocent. I'm like, well, what, yesterday you didn't believe he was? He, I just don't know. I mean, you should have, 
you shouldn't yeah, know. Yeah, but the internal affairs guy was there. You can't just, you know, you can't have favoritism. He's the captain. He has to have a level playing field. You're right. You're right. You've got to see both sides. He can't be biased or favorite You're to right. something. You're right. You're right, because that's his job. He's right. the captain. But when the internal affairs guy wasn't there, straight up, hey, I'm with you. George cannot... So there, come on. You're right. Okay, take. I, come on. I, I admit that is that's a good point. Does it make sense? It does make sense. So that's, that, a good, that's that, what my thought process. That is a good point. And I didn't think about that. I was just, I go emotionally. Of course you do. See, now I'm when just thinking logically. When Brian was like, you know, I just don't know. I'm like, good. You know he didn't. Yeah. Do it. See, and I, you know I was he thinking more it. logical. Hey, wait, the internal fair guys in the room. I can't say that because it doesn't look good on my precinct. Yeah. You're right. Okay. All See, right. Thank All you. Right. See that? Chalk one, right. one up for a younger bro. You right there, it. people. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, I like Brian a little better now. Um, no, he's getting, he was getting, he really, he was, was getting mad. I was not happy with him. He was getting angry. I was like, wow, calm down. Yeah, he was not happy with him. I was all. not happy with him because, I mean, you know, George didn't do it. I mean, we all, I mean, of obviously course. he's, you know. From the viewer, we know he didn't do it. But still, those guys shouldn't know. They've been working him for over a year. But see, like you said, Mac and Voice's opinion because he don't give a crap you're right. what you're those right. guys say. Yeah. You're right. So. All right. All right. <laughs> I, that's fine. Kids, I'll move on, please. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to dwell on this for a while. This is kind of rare, people. So I'm, but then, I'm cool with this. But then after that, they do the um, George. Yeah, George, you know. George even knows he tells, he tells Matt, hey, you know. I, I, he knows, but he doesn't say, he goes, I know who's doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then the Theo guy's, hey, you know, comes slap George on the back, I mean, and George... George picks him up off his feet. Picks him off his feet. Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? And he goes, yeah. hey, what I do what? You know? Yeah, so. George. Glad to see you're out. Why? Why did you do it? So what are you talking about? I think you know exactly what I am talking about. You and I were the only ones who handled that, Jack. I checked, and I assure you, I didn't take it. Do you hear what I am hey, saying? Hey, kid, I can use a little help here. George, that's enough, damn it! Cut it out! You okay? I'm fine. It's no big deal. My life is no big deal. No, I'm taking you home. Susan will be here any moment. If you need me, you know where to find me. Oh. Yeah, but eventually Matt comes around, and he he actually. Well, why did Matt come around? I can't remember. Why was there a reason, or did Matt just realize? Oh, I know why. It's because, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that the lawyer, because George was working. George was the key witness in this crime in the very beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning, George witnesses uh, one of the crime boss guys shoot and kill somebody. In cold blood. His partner or something like that. Yeah, one of his business partners. One of his yeah. business partners. The money's the deal. Mr. Charles, please, I can get you the money. Garrison, you're a loser. If I let you off easy, people are going to think of me as a loser. That's unacceptable. When I get the back door covered, we move. Come on, Mr. Charles, you know I'm good for the money. That isn't the point. It's too late, Mr. Charles, please. I just need a week, that's all. This is a waste of time. Please, give me a chance. Daddy, I'm sorry. I got a business to run, and you're a liability. And he kills him, and and this guy's like well known in this in the in the community, and you know businessman. He's not, of course he's not a drug untouchable kingpin, right? And yes, and he's untouchable. And George had the evidence on him, but now that George is up for for drug bust, you know, for being a, a convicted, yeah, because that well, makes his t- testimony not as. As, Nolan Void because he's a felon. And yes. He's a felon. So so that all of a sudden Matt that clicks a light bulb in Matt. Why would so and and Brian also because that's when he's talking to Brian. And again, let me backtrack again. When Matt and Theo are in Matt's apartment, Theo mentions uh, he didn't save any money. He oh, lived yeah. a hard life and rough life. You put that together, it's like that's fast cash. Yeah. You know, you're probably getting so, something had some kickback. Something's going down. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, suddenly Matt and Brian both realize. Well, yeah, George is now being set. We know he's being set up. We know why he's being set up. Go get him. Let's find out who's doing it. Yep. Sykes, get your butt in my office. What? This just came in from the city attorney's office. That slimeball attorney of Chester Charles is going to file for dismissal on the grounds that our witness, George, is up on a felony count himself. Can he do that? And not only can he do it, he can make it stand up. Well, let's get Bud Anderson to fight him. I just got off the phone with him. He doesn't think it would be worth the effort. Charles blew away his partner in cold blood. What the hell's he want? Some legal system. A felon walks while an innocent cop gets put away. Yeah, you heard me. I think George is innocent. Look, uh, 
Did you break the news to him? Sure. Charles sure is a lucky guy. Yeah, maybe he's a little too lucky. Get on it. And so Matt, now that George already expressed his opinion that him and Thea are the only two that handle the drugs, he kind of goes to... put one on one together. Yeah, he kind of goes to Theo and he kind of baits him a little bit and gives him like a warning. He tells him straight up. No, no, first of all, he goes and he's like, you know, what would you do? I know George is being set up because of this, the, you know, the, and Theo gives him some lame... Yeah, it's said a guy in the so jail, in the jail so he might talk. talk. I mean, and Matt's like, yeah, whatever. Give me some advice. Shoot. It's about George. Yeah, how's he holding up? Well, good. I think he's being framed. I think I know by who. Chester Charles. And you mean that guy that George is going to testify against? You mean was going to testify against. But George discredited Charles Walks. Now, you got something to back up this theory of yours? <sighs> Not really. How hard would it be to arrange a sting like that? Pay somebody off from the department to set up the bust and plant the jack at George's house? That'd be nothing for a guy like Charles. Well, you might be on to something. You tell anybody else about this? Well, what good would it do? I don't have any proof. Well, you've got to do something. What would you do? Plant somebody in a cell with Charles. You might do something or say something. It's worth a shot. It's a good idea. Thanks, Theo. So he, what he does is, of course, Theo knows that they're onto him or onto the lawyer guy, the bad lawyer. So Theo goes to him and meets with him. And of course, Matt tells him and finds out. But the, like Michael mentioned, this was a shock to me. He goes right up to Theo and says, you're lying. I know you did it. I know it. you did it. What are we going to do? I mean, he, and I'm important. yelling at the TV, bust him now! Get him! Because we're in front of the police station. It's a, it's a great scene because it's really emotional and Matt's really good. And, and I think Gary did a great job acting it because it's like your father betrayed you. And he has to come to grips like with Like Vader it. and Luke. Yeah. Star Wars reference, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And um, so, yeah, so there's, there's a great scene of that, those two guys. And, you know, I mean, I, I love the fact that he that he really just... Lays it out in the line, and he just wants to know why. Why would he betray Matt? Why would he do that to his partner? You know, and Theo's being a jerk, and like, oh, he'll get over it. And Matt's like, no, this he's is... pretty much telling him, hey, the guy's young, he'll get, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah, I blew all my money, and yeah. I have nothing. I went through three marriages, yeah. lost all this and that. So poor me, poor me. We need to talk, Miles. How about after we hit the crack house, so this wine doesn't go cold? I want to do it now. How much did Chester Charles pay you? You set George up to discredit him. With him bounced off the force, Chester Charles goes free. Do you really believe that? When I told you I wanted to set Charles up, you ran to his attorney. I tailed you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? You're the guy who taught me everything. I taught you one thing. How to survive sex. You were at the bust, you were at George's, and the money. You live high and hard, Theo. You know you never saved a dime. Give me 24 hours. (laughs) I watched your back for a year. I carried you home when you used to get smashed down at Casey's. We even cried together. Who was it, an old partner of yours? I screw up a lot, kids, you know that. What's done is done. What about my partner? He'll survive. What about me? Miles, please don't do this. Don't, don't walk away from me. Look, not Mr. Perfect. Take me off that damn pedestal you got me on. I'm just a beat-up old cop trying to find a couple of good years. That's all I am and all ever was. I love you like my own, you know that. Well, we'll get out, kid. So what do we do now? I say it's up to you. Yeah, and and, and and I for sure thought he was going to bust him right then and, and there. And he doesn't. Yeah, because Theo was leading for a, a, drug, a drug bust. Yeah. 
And that's when Matt confronted them. And of course, they go and do the drug bust, which I think is not so... I don't think it would have gone down in real life that way. More than likely, Matt would have arrested them right then and there. Well, or he, should have arrested them right then and yeah. there. Yeah. Not, not say, okay, I'll go on the last... Let's one final one bang. Final Let's go out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, because we really... There was no resolution. No. Theo never said, you know what? Let me do this drug bust. And, then, and we'll, then we'll come back and you can arrest me. Nothing. None of that was said. All Matt does is... He's like, what are we going to do? Matt walks around, gets in the car with him. And they drive off. Maybe Matt was giving him a chance. I don't know. I don't know. But then they do the drug bust and... Matt has, um, and I knew this was going to happen. They enter opposite ends. Matt's searching the place. Theo all of a sudden has a gun pointing at his head. At Matt's. At Matt's head, yeah. And you're like, all right, Matt's dead. I mean, you know, all he has to do is shoot Matt, say the guy did it. Yep, that's and it. And all evidence would be gone. No one would ever know because Matt's the only one. George would be locked up. George, yeah, Matt's I mean, the whole. Dead. Yeah. So Series I'm, is over. We wouldn't <laughs> be doing this anymore. That's it. Obviously, we knew that was going to happen. But then the suspect comes out, and Theo pushes Matt aside, fires, kills the suspect, but the suspect also gets Sheets shot him a couple times uh, at Theo and kills Theo. But before Theo dies, he's like, I have a receipt in my desk drawer. Trace it. Bank transaction. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll Go prove back to that guy. Yeah it'll, yeah, it'll prove that Theo did it. Looks like I have my last call out. Oh, take it easy, take it easy. I'll get a paramedic. Hey, I taught you more than survival, didn't I get it? Yeah, you did, Theo. A lot more. Theo, don't take George with you. My desk. At home. Bank receipt. Trace it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Partners. Partners. Theo in death will be the bad cop, but he saved George. Because Matt's like, don't take George down. You know, don't take George with you. Right. And um, so then George is exonerated, and everyone seems happy. And then we get to uh, one of my favorite scenes of this. Of this Now, if I had a favorite episode. Oh, shoot. <laughs> this would be the Here it comes, people. No, no, no. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm just the saying. Last, the last. My favorite episode. <laughs> Here we go. Listen. The last. Five minutes of this episode. It was my favorite. The last ten minutes is the most alienish of anything. I mean, it's a birth scene. It's a transfer. They're transferring the pod from Susan to George. And it looks like it's like some type of oasis with animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in some birthing center. Yeah, and, 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 and Matt's like, why would you want to do this in a lobby? Yeah. You know, but it's actually, <laughs> they have different scenarios, different yeah. sceneries. Yeah, and, and they pick like a jungle scene with yeah. animals and... Um, really weird. But the, the family's there. I mean, it was very. That's what I loved about it. It was so alien. It was so different. And I mean, it's cringeworthy sometimes because you're watching. You know, Susan's belly button is getting like the size of I don't know what. Looks like a sarlacc pit with the thing <laughs> opening up the mouth. Star yeah. Wars again, and a little thing comes out of it. Yeah, a little, a little you know. tentacle pops out. Yes, and it's searching for George's. Uh, Twisted nipples that nipple. we're talking about again. Because, yeah, because he's preparing it because it has to lock on. That's where it gets its nutrients from. Yeah, it's it's so nipple. weird, people. And it's finding. So and then it sucks on. It makes a noise of it sucking onto his nipple. And then all of a sudden, she finishes pushing the pot out. And it's in a shell. And they break the shell. And she's like, look at the girl. And you're like... It's and Matt, looking, Matt's face is Matt priceless. is the best. They keep cutting back to Matt as he's watching this. Because you can imagine... His mouth is like longer and longer because it's... It's so it's so incredible to watch. It's so alien, so different. You could see him. I mean, he's probably like, "What the f is going on?" I mean, just imagine that type of facial expression. Like, yeah, like, oh my yeah. gosh! But it's so good because it's so different, and I love because most alien births are, they give birth just like humans or similar to humans. This one is so not anything like a I'm human. Close, birth. not yeah. I mean, let alone the man taking on the the pod to carry it to term. But just the whole getting rid of it, it comes through the belly button out of the stomach. And I mean, it, it was so, it's just so cool. It was a very 
great scene, which unfortunately I was telling Michael, I'm like, I can't play any of it because they're all talking in Tankanese. And the music's going And you out. can't hear it in... Oh, yeah, well, it has great music. But, yeah, it does. But you can't really... It, it, it's, a, it's a visual scene. Right. So I can't even play... I was going to play a clip, but I can't even do that because... All you would hear is them either going, ooh, ah, because it's popping out of her belly, well, we or they're talking in tank the Ken can click it for you. Can... <laughs> <laughs> he can do that, so. <laughs> no. But it was, it was a really, I mean, did you not like the scene? That was great. Fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was, again, I, I was more of the Matt going, like an odd thing, going, what is going on, yeah. you know? And then, it's a girl, I go, yeah. I see a tentacle in a little, <laughs> a little pot football of thing. Yeah. yeah, what? <laughs> okay, you know? I'm like. Yeah. When I did, you know, the little thing for my daughter, I could tell it was a little girl. I don't know what the heck this <laughs> thing is. Okay, good luck with that. So, but it was really neat. It was, it was, uh, it was a really cool moment. Yeah. A really cool, cool moment in the show. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, ha- it was a nice way to end the episode. Um, you know, and I, and really to me, the episode was just kind of there until, I mean, there were funny moments and I laughed. It was funny. But until Matt approached Theo, that whole scene was fantastic. Then you have the little shootout in the middle, and then you have the final with the birthing transfer pod. That last half of which the, is Kent's favorite. That last half of the episode is is I really enjoy. The first half was just it just seemed like textbook. It was just kind of the story was there. Yeah, but then you got to remember, like we we forgot to talk about when they're eating, and and. You know, and they're all Susan and yeah. Buck there, and, and George are all killing over, and Emily has all the food on her yeah. side. And she's like looking at them, like laughing because yeah. they're all just in, they're like in bad shape. Yeah, you know, they're and Buck's like, "Mom, and, yeah. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna chuck," you know, and <laughs> Buck's, you guys have no idea what we go through. Oh, okay. No, please. Mm. Do you think we'll ever get our appetites back? Can I be excused? Try to eat a little something. Come on, Buck. It's really good. All slippery and slimy. Mom, Dad, I can't take this anymore. What a wimp. Yeah? Well, if you women went through anything like us men go through, there probably wouldn't be any babies at all. Right, Dad? You think my dilation sickness is any less painful than your father's? I just know I gotta lie down. Ah! Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, it's just to me. It's scene. just so funny because you no, know was, your wife or your girlfriend funny. or whatever. You have no idea what you guys. It's just the opposite because yeah. a guy. It was just to me that was a funny scene. No, yeah, I mean, I like to. I mean, like I said, there are lots of visually funny scenes. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I mean, I I enjoyed the episode. That was a lot of fun. Of course, I, of course you did, Ken. Yeah, but did you not enjoy it? I thought it was great. Okay, what would you give it? A scale I'm giving it a solid 8.5. Oh, wow. See, I would give it a solid 7, but the ending would get a 9. <laughs> so is that a 7.5? A 7, 8, 8? Yeah, 7.5, 8 maybe. Okay, okay. If you, if you combine the two. But the, like the first forty, the first forty minutes is like. But a, a there was a lot seven. of funny parts. You're in right. There. It was. I was. I laughing laughed a lot. more yes. on this episode than I've laughed in a previous that's episodes. True. It's true. So that's why I thought it was. But, just uh, yeah, it's great. a lot of visual funny stuff. And it got yeah, exactly. I had. I went from laughing out loud to like, oh my gosh, facial expressions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To like, oh, get his ass now, you know. So I, it, <laughs> no, it definitely it drew me in in every aspect. Yes. Of a show. Yes. So, therefore, that's why it gets my... I agree. My it definitely had a, a good range of emotions. And Captain Brian was a good guy, and you admitted it, so that's all matters. <laughs> I'm not going to live that one down, am no, I? No, people. Remember, oh, comment on that one. Yeah. I know, George. He wouldn't do it. He couldn't do it. You know he didn't do it. Captain. What do you want me to say? I just don't know. You don't know? Back off, Sykes. No, I won't back off. You work with a man every day, you get to know what kind of person he is. Damn it, Sykes, they found the Jack in his house. The chemical analysis was the same as the Jack from the bust. Then somebody planted it there. Something. He didn't take it. Somebody's got to prove that. Thanks for your concern. What about bail? What about it? He's got rights, Baxley. All right, Sykes, put a lid on it. Yeah? Look, he's a cop. Courts have to be a lot tougher when we break the rules. Or do they have to be tougher because this cop has spots? Well, 
The Newcomer Advocacy League used some leverage. Considering George's condition, they got a judge to set bail. Thank God for pregnant men. All right, time for some behind the scenes. Although credited, Terry Trejas, Kathy Frankel, does not appear in this episode. She doesn't appear in quite a few of the episodes. I didn't like that. I know, because my brother, when She's Matt and them favorite. are together. That's their favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite when Matt and them are together. And also, uh, Albert is not in it. Yeah, but he, again, he, like Kathy, aren't in a lot of the episodes. And they're funny. Watching, watching it the first time through the series, I didn't realize how often they were not in it. But doing the podcast and seeing their name there and then realizing they're not. And they're two great characters. Yes, yeah, they are. So I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to complain, but it's <laughs> too late for that. Yeah. Okay, the tanktoning men carry their children during pregnancy. George was seen exercising while pregnant to a Jane Fonda workout video. But it wasn't Jane Fonda. No, but we'll, we'll talk about that in our funny newcomer names. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> stay tuned. Sorry. <laughs> you gotta wait. You gotta keep listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Both Tank and his parents are biologically in sync with each other during pregnancy, each feeling what the other feels. Thank God that doesn't happen because my wife, love her to death, you know, we have two children, and I'm telling you what, man, I would not <laughs> want to go through what she did. I'm just telling you. So thank goodness that this, yeah. <laughs> Amen. That's all I got to say. Kudos to women, period. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. When the network saw the first cut of this episode, they were freaked out. According to supervising producer Andrew Schneider, they felt the people would turn off their TV sets because of the pod transfer scene. Luckily, Kenneth Johnson fought for the scene, and with a few minor tweaks, the network agreed. Thank God. No kidding. Because Can you imagine? Oh, no, I, I mean, I understand. I, that's what I'm saying. I understand what totally the Totally where they would be freaking out. I'm yeah, like, I mean. This is way before their time. I'm yeah, telling you this then. Was early, this was 90s. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. I was like, what yeah, the? Yeah, I mean, I remember watching it for the first time and just thinking, oh my, this is just... But that's what I love about science fiction and, and fantasy is that it's so different. It's not the norm. But you got a different mindset than a lot of people. You're right. You're right. I mean, we are sci-fi right. people. Yes, you're right. You know, an average person watching this going, yeah. <laughs> and that's how they looked at it. But I'm sure Kenneth Johnson went in there and said, you know what? It's aliens. Are people who are do. watching this, Yeah, people who are watching this are expecting alien things. We want to see this. And I, I, I want to know what they tweet. I want to know how much more graphic or what it really did. Oh, make, we, we, they, don't, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, because they said they tweaked it a little bit, and then the network said, okay, it's it's passable now. So what did they do? What did they change? Because, I mean, it must have been whatever made it a little more graphic than that, than yeah, what it was. Whatever made it on screen was still. Holy shnikey. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Good stuff. One of Gary Graham's favorite scenes of the entire series was in this episode. It's when Psych confronts Theo outside the copyard in the car. And that was one of my favorites. And that, you just, it's very powerful. I mean, he did an incredible job. I can see why it's one of his favorites. You did touch on that. That's yeah, right. It yeah. was a great It was a great scene. Yeah. In this scene, George, Eric Pierpoint, is eating part of the eggshell that was around the pod. He was told to eat a certain part as it was made of chocolate and the others were wax. Well, Eric got confused and ate the bitter wax piece, almost choking on it during the take. <laughs> I they, can see where that would be a problem. They do cut away, though, because all you do is you see him take a piece, and he starts to put it in his mouth, and then they cut to Matt's reaction. I saw that. I was like... Yeah, because probably he probably made a face. Like, holy a, shit, that's not chocolate. It's a, yeah, it's a bitter piece of wax that he's going to choke on. Um, I thought it was funny when I read that. I that's, that is funny, you, man. Yeah. It, it did cut me. I noticed that, too. Because I was going to ask you, I go because it was so fast. I was going to go... Did he, did he just eat, eat a yeah. piece of show? I almost said that because it was so quick. It's so quick. It shows him picking it up, putting it right to his mouth, and then it cuts to Yeah, mouth. okay, yeah. Yeah, good. and that's probably why because that's good. he ate the wrong piece. See, that's a good piece of tidbits there, people. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. Not till after the baby. Susan, I'm so frustrated. What are we going to do? If I have to go to jail, I... You're not going to jail, George. I don't know that. I don't even know if I'll be reinstated. If you're not, we'll survive. But as what? I can't let this happen. Then it won't. You've gone further and worked harder than so many, Stanya. You'll get past this. We all will. For the funny named newcomers in this episode. We have one. We got one. It's kind of not as indirectly, but it's, it, we, it's still there. Michael mentioned earlier in the behind the scenes about... Uh, the George, Jane Fonda Yeah, workout. George working out to the Jane Fonda, but it, the character's name in the video was 
Peter Fonda, but this was a, a Tank Denise male doing, doing the flip flap thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever it's called. We're exercising the man's flap that the pod goes into. <laughs> And so, oh, he's, you just... know, he's doing, okay, now to the left, one, two, three, now to the right, one, two. it's a funny scene. No, it's great. But... Perhaps you would like to do my Peter Fonda workout with me. It's designed to relieve pain. All right, Fonda. It's okay, Dad. You handle pain your way. <laughs> I'll handle it my way. To the left, two, three, four. To the right, two, three, four. Never have to say ouch if you work to stretch your pouch and one. Dad, two, three, Dad, four. And again, two, I think I'm gonna blow chunks. That's right. Stay with it. We're almost there. And one, two, three, four. And two. But yeah, but they do mention that it's Peter. Peter Fonda and uh, and again that was in the first forty minutes, so my brother was in it was a seven. <laughs> so remember that, okay? I thought it was an eight point five throughout. So just remember that it was a seven on that scene. Okay, I can't, I can't win with no, you. No, you can't. I'm sorry. That's why we're brothers. You know, <laughs> brotherly love, people. Brotherly love. Just to let you know, remember uh... that. You listen to that. First forty minutes was a seven, but that was in the first forty, and it was hilarious. It was, and it, you're right, it is hilarious. Thank you. They even have Susan performing to it later yes. in the same video. Yeah. So yeah. So it was funny. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's all I gotta say. All right. You know. Hey, what are you doing home? I got in a fight. It's not easy being the daughter of a corrupt slag cop. You got in a fight? Some dumb Clyde football player. I barely touched him. Emily, why don't you go upstairs and finish your homework? Hmm? I'm not taking it so well. I'm starting to feel so dirty. My family looks at me and this and the memories it brings back for all of us. I know it's not easy, but hang in there. I'm sorry about yesterday, Matt. I didn't mean to attack your friend. It's just more than I can handle. Forget it. You had every right going after Miles. But why? He, he couldn't. He is, George. And I'm going to prove it. I'm sorry. It's not like he was my father or anything. Oh, no, Matthew. To you, he was much more than a father. If there's anything I can do... i got to do this alone. Oh, and uh, call me if anything starts happening. Remember... I'm the Godfather. You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Alienation Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Alienation Cast. You can follow me personally at Master Jedi 1975. Or you can follow me personally at Geeky Fanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime. And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Alien Nation Podcast, and we would love if you give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Partners, episode 16 of season one. Overall, uh, I think we both liked it. And uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I gave it a seven. Yes. Yeah. So I'm so disappointed because <laughs> after you guys listen to the podcast, you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, he really enjoyed it. He's lying." So <laughs> I did enjoy it. So and give I, us feedback on this. I one, probably people. would give it. Yeah. I mean, I would bump it up a little bit. Like I said, just for the last <laughs> half of it. Yeah. And as we talk about it more and more, it gets yeah. me excited about it. Okay. So <laughs> All right. Okay, it. we're good. But. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I mean, it was a, we both enjoyed it. It Very was enjoyable. definitely a fun episode, and um, I had a great time reviewing it. Great time. So um, until next time, always remember, when eating the eggshell from your pod, make sure it's made out of chocolate. Yeah, that's good <laughs> advice. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> what, what is <sighs> My Ling Pond flap just dropped. <laughs> Is that good? If I can get to the ejection center quickly. It's the big one. No, no, no. We're biologically in sync. That's right. She knows. Would you drive me to the center? Me? Yes. Right. Sure. Murder! Listen, check George and me out, huh? We're going to have a baby or something. So far, Matthew, you're doing an excellent job. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. 
Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Unlock your inner geek with Geek Therapy, a new web series starring America Young. I need you to make me a geek. Please help me. Let's figure out your GQ, your geek quotient. Can you watch Family Guy and not be confused? It's 30 minutes of a guy fighting a chicken. What's not to understand? The point of this is to find a geekier side of you. Yes, of course. I want this. Watch this in its entirety. Watch it until you can quote it. A firefly. That sounds really hot. Do not abuse this power I have given you, or you will find yourself in a special level of hell. Watch Geek Therapy on Comediva.com. That's comedy plus diva. Comediva, where the funny girls are. Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Writers David Garber and Tom Schickhock. And writers David Garber at Cisco's a map prepare for the ceremony where Alright, here's the cast for this episode. We have Eric Eric? What the hell? <laughs>